where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do the believers walking in the way of righteousness is now on the air our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of christ if you have any questions or are in need of prayer please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast we will give you our website and our mailing address so at this time it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister brother james ware God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. I thank God for what God is doing. Thank God for what he's going to do. I thank God for those of you that are striving to obey him in spirit and in truth. Amen. We thank God that the Lord is blessing. I am so happy to hear from some of my uh, listeners. Amen. It is a blessing to hear from our new people that say, well, brother, well, I've been listening to you a long time, and I just now decided to give you a call, or some of them uh, text me, and we thank God. And then we got a couple of of those of you that was a blessing financially. We needed it. We thank God for you. Thank God for how he, you, uh, he used you to be a blessing to us. Amen. We are in the last of the last days, and people's not quickly to want to give in finance anymore. Amen. They want to give well, they known and somebody can look at them and say, you gave me this or they gave me that. And, you know, I, I, I think that's sad that you're giving, but then you want to see uh, benefits from you giving. If you're giving it unto God, amen, give it unto God and let God bless you. Amen. But we just thank God. I ain't getting into that. I thank God for what the Lord is doing and how he used a uh, few of you, a couple of you, to be a blessing for the broadcast. Amen. And also want to tell you that's in the Atlanta area, Atlanta, Decatur, and all around, the Kingdom of God Learning Center, they is teaching the book of Revelation. And I'm telling you now, it's not like what you done heard. Uh, you, do you want to write it off? Oh, that's just something I heard. I, I don't hurt many people's. No, no, no. In order to find out about it, you need to go there and check it out. Amen. Brother Brunswick, Hurt Brunswick, he is there, and, and I assure you. And they, they, they theme is no more church as usual. Amen. They don't do the usual thing, you know, the, and, and, and let me say this. They, we go to the average church. We spend an hour, 45 minutes, out, maybe an hour, two hours, and then we want to run out, and we almost get mad with people when they pull in front of us because we got to hurry up and get home. It's like we don't gave God, I don't gave you my time. So uh, now I got to go. I got my whole day. But he don't do that. He don't, uh, they fellowship. They fellowship naturally, I'm sorry, spiritually first, 
Then they fellowship naturally. So it's no more church as usual. Folks, check him out. Amen. Uh, every Saturday at 1130. And please, please, those of you in the metro area, uh, call him. Uh, go by there and tell him that you heard it on the Believer's Broadcast, Walking in the Way of Righteousness. You heard it on our broadcast, and you want to see what Brother Ware was talking about. But in case you want to know more information and want to know about Way Yet in Revelation, uh, you can reach him at 404-202-7064. That's 404-202-7064. Brother Harry Brunswick. Amen. We thank God for him as well. Amen. And you know what? I'm blessed today. Amen. Just come in Sunday to Lord. If I make it, I will get to see it complete another year. No, I don't I don't like some people say this, say that. No. I'm just thankful that God kept me around another year to do his will. And I'm more endeavoring to do the will of God and never before. So those of you that want to be a blessing uh, and that's been promising, now would be a good time for me to hear from some of the people that I hadn't heard from. It will be a blessing to me, yes, but I'm thankful. God, I'm, I don't make a bit to do uh, because God is the one blessing me to be around. I should have been gone a long time ago if we had to dealt with man. I've been um, I've been going forth in two ho- open heart uh, surgery, two back surgeries, two oh God, I can go on and on. Cancer, you know, uh, I can go on and on. God delivered me from these things, in spite of what others might think. I had a young lady to call me that been knowing me and my wife my deceased wife for years, she said, Brother Ware, look like you ain't going to never get old and you ain't going to never. We expected you to go and still a sister Ware. I said, well, most people did, and so did I. But guess what? God had a different plan. So I've been around for a purpose, and he kept me around to obey his will, and that's what I'm striving to do. I might not be doing what somebody else might think I should do, but I'm doing what God is telling me to do and going to do even the more. So just keep me in prayer, even though you may disagree. And I tell anybody, if you disagree with what I'm teaching, sit down and write me a letter or send me an email. I don't run away from what I'm teaching. I believe this from the sincereness of my heart. I believe some people are in kindergarten. I do believe that from the depths of my heart. I believe that some people are in elementary school. Some people are in middle school. Some people are in, I wrote a book on it because I believe that. Everybody is not on the same level. So everybody's not going to see things the same way. And we get mad. We get bent out of shape. Because you don't see what I see, or I don't see what you see. And I think that's sad that that divide the body of Christ and the anointing of God can't go forth in your life. When you look in the Bible, when you look at Peter, James, and John, and all them, they didn't agree with everything, and everybody, and they was with Jesus. Well, Paul wasn't, he had to go to the desert for some years and be taught th- about three years and then come back and preach Jesus, him crucified and resurrected. Believers, this is what I'm telling you. It's sad that people get stuck in one area. And now I know God called me to do what I'm doing. I, I don't have, I don't have no, no doubt that people need to obey the commandments of God. And have the faith of Jesus Christ. I believe that. I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to to force it on anybody. If you don't believe it, then uh, you have privilege to cut the radio off and do whatever you want to do or turn to another channel. I wish you wouldn't. I wish you hear the conclusion of the matter. 
But the truth of the matter is, if you don't believe that, then you're the one. The Bible don't condemn you to hell because you don't believe what I'm saying because Jesus in Matthew 5, 17 says that uh, he that uh, that if you think not that he come to the scrub alone, will not come to the scrub, but to fulfill. For I say unto you, not one jot shall in no wise pass from the law till all been fulfilled. All have not been fulfilled, believers. So I'm talking to those of you that's convicted enough to want to live your life the way. I'm not talking to the other ones that feel they got a better way. They got a better plan. So go in your plan. Go in it and allow Christ to be glorified. Allow Christ to be edified. Allow the Most High to be anointing in your life instead of going through uh, arguing and bickering and going and saying this and that. Allow your fruits to be shown. That's the problem. We are not allowing the fruits. And the pastors are the main purpose that, that, that's causing these division and this in the body. The pastors is. The pastor is not obeying the Lord. No, ma'am. No, sir. And a lot of the pastor is no different from uh, it was when Aaron. You know what? It's sad. Well, you know what? Let me turn to that right quick. And uh, since I started on that, I'm going to, uh, okay, in Exodus, the 32nd chapter. Now, uh, yeah, Exodus, 32nd chapter, and I'll start at the first verse. And it says this, and when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, uh, the peoples gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, um, Up, make us a God which shall go before us. Okay? For as a Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we not, we wrote not where he become of him. We don't know what become of Moses. Then Aaron said unto them, okay, break off the gold earrings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, your daughters, and bring them to me. Third verse, and all the people broke off the earrings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron, and he received them at their hand and fashioned it with uh, graving hands, with, I'm sorry, fashioned it with graving tools after he had made it a molded calf. And they said, This, these be gods of Israel, which brought us out of the land of Egypt. I'm going to stop right there. Now, hold up. Aaron supposed to have been the babysitter for God's people. Aaron supposed to have been over the people's, since Moses wasn't there, Moses went up to hear from God. And if you read back in the 31st chapter, it says that uh, in the 18th verse, it says this, and he gave unto Moses when he had made an end of communion with him upon uh, Mount Sinai two tablets of testimony that uh, of stone written with the finger of God. Now listen, Moses was up there getting direct, direct writing from the Lord. He was up there, uh, you know, saying, you know, okay, God, I'm up here and I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you to speak to me. Moses could not rush him. So Moses had to stay and he was fasting, seeking God's face, waiting to hear from God. Now, see, the commandment was already spoken back when you read in Exodus, the 20th chapter. But they would not, they were not 
written down so they would deviate from it. So God wrote it on the tablets of stone. Now, it's the same way today. Yours is written in the tablets of your heart. You don't, don't nobody have to tell you when you are uh, having another God before him. You'll know that. Don't nobody have to tell you when you are stealing. You get you, you, you go to watching around, looking around and seeing somebody catching. Same way, don't nobody have to tell you when you're committing adultery. I don't care whether you're saved or unsaved. It's already written in your heart. You have catch yourself you want to hide. You know, and even the worldly uh, singers made songs about slipping and hiding and all these things. So what I'm saying, believers, it's written in your heart, the same thing that was written. I know we try to throw away and say we don't have to honor the Sabbath anymore. And, and that's the only two things they got a problem with is the 10th the one and, and the 4th one. We, they got a problem. The preachers got a problem with that. And because they are supposed to be babysitting, they're supposed to be with the people to lead the people to tell the people's whether they're in or out or whether they're going right or wrong, they're spending more time. They're spending so much time in trying to, uh, what's the word, please the people. So that's why they'll say, whatever you want, name it and claim it. Tell the devil you stole my stuff and I'm taking back that which you have took from me. Some of the stuff that the devil gave you, you don't even want that took from you. You need to let him have it. You don't need that stuff. But a whole lot of you are going in the position because the pastors have become very bad babysitters. They don't know how to babysit the peoples of God. They don't know how to lead. Aaron knew he was there from, from the beginning when God began to tell Moses Go tell Pharaoh to let my peoples go. And if you go back and read in the book of Exodus, the first few chapters, you'll find that Exodus, uh, that, that Aaron was the one that was doing the miracle. Moses was telling him, and he did it. And when he did it, and they looked at Pharaoh as the, the prophet, and looked at Moses as the Lord. Why? Because of the fact that God had it set up that way. Now, all of a sudden, uh, Moses go and spend time with the Lord. Let me tell you something. Most pastors can't spend time with the Lord anymore. You know, they have to go to the bookstore, and they have to get this, and they have to get that, and they have to do this and do that. And in essence, they wind up, uh, they, 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 they go to the bookstore and buy them some sermon. They go and they do this and to do that, they can, cannot spend time with the Lord. And the reason they can't spend time with the Lord because the peoples are requesting them to do something different. Oh, yeah, that, that's it. They are requesting for them to do this and to do that. Uh, I want to see this and see that, and I want pastor. If the pastor going there, so the pastor going, he get him a Bentley, he get him a or uh, this or that, and he ride around. So, therefore, he ain't got time to do this. He's showing off. Why? Because, you know, that Tenth Commandment done already caught him when it said, uh, thou should not covet. Oh, you covet. You teaching the peoples how to covet. And in the midst of that, the peoples are not really looking at doing the will of God, see, they're not doing the will of God. You know what they're doing? They're looking at how can God serve me? What can God do for me? More so than what can I do for God? What can God do for me? So we, we, we get like the peoples in, in the beginning, we, out of all the miracles, out of all the things that they had seen and looked like to me, Aaron uh, would have said, hold up, y'all. Uh, we, y'all know it was the true and living God that brought us out. He did it by me and Moses' hand. So why is y'all even talking about another God? You know, in, in the scripture declared that in the book of Jeremiah, I believe it is, Jeremiah, uh, the third chapter, 
in the fifth, 15th verse, okay? It said this, The Lord, I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Oh, he said, now the real pastors going to feed the peoples with knowledge and understanding, not with materialistic things. Because the pastor know that, that, that if he feed them with the things of this world, and the Bible done told him to love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. You see, when you go to loving the world, believers, and then wait a minute, wait a minute, that ain't all that God requires for the pastor to do. Let me turn on over here uh, and to the book of, uh, I want to go to Ezekiel. I'm sorry, I just should have had it. I know Ezekiel, the 33rd chapter. Okay, it says, listen. Again, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children and, and to my, thy people, and say unto them, When I bring swift the sword upon their land, and the people of the land take a man of their cause, and set him for the watchman. Okay? You know some of your churches that... You set him for the pastor. You chose him to be your pastor. You chose him to be the watchman. You don't want a person that's going to tell you the truth. You know what you want is a person that's going to uh, scratch your ears, give you uh, those of you that have itching ears. Listen, believer, it is high time. We looking at all the rhetoric, all the problems that's going on. In the White House, out of the White House, around the situation, around the neighborhood, peoples are killing peoples. And, and now, if there ever was a time, we need to be crying holiness. We need to be kind. Let's separate. Let's show ourselves that we are different. Now, I'm seeing the preachers on the radio and on the television, they are journeying in with the peoples of the world. Oh, Yeah. They are not showing a difference. No, ma'am, no, sir. I looked at a preacher on the radio, and I thought it was pathetic. He up there with his cut-off, cut jeans, with his knee out, and, and got his shirt tail hanging out, and he preaching about the anointing of God, and you trying to be like them. You can't help nobody when you are like them. Brother, you got to call yourself to be from them. You got to let them know that God came in and changed you and made you a light to those that's walking in darkness. You got to go in a different uh, capacity than everybody else. No, ma'am, no, sir. I don't say that you have to wear a suit, my brother. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying, when you get up there and you dressing like the world, acting like the world, I even seen one preacher with a cap on backwards. In the, in, in, on the stage, because they don't deal away with the pulpit. They don't have pulpits no more. They got stages. He on the stage preaching to the peoples and with his hat on in the congregation. They showed guys that was out there in the congregation with the hat on, and nobody saying nothing about this. And, and we said, but, brother, those are this little penny-ante thing. Let me tell you something. That's what Eve thought it was, penny-ante thing. But. When God have set forth a watchman, that watchman supposed to let you know, look, it's danger. The sword is coming. Right now, how can we be at ease when we see our, our Congress, when we see our, uh, the, the peoples are against one another? It ain't about a Republican or Democrat. It ain't about a black or white. And while we claiming it's about them, yeah, that's what we claiming. And you don't know, we, we are only going down. We are going down, believers. We are going down simply because of the fact that God have chose you to be a light of the world, a city that sit upon the hill, and you don't journey in with them, and you are dealing with the same thing that they are dealing with. Nobody is praying. I hear preachers cutting up the president. 
Why won't you tell people to pray for? You might not agree. You might not be a Republican. Uh, you might not be a Democrat. It doesn't matter. You still, he's your leader of this country. Pray for him. Where is the love of God to, that God will allow us to stand so that we won't go into a communistic country and, and not be able to worship the true and living God? We would have to worship man. Well, of course, some people don't mind doing that, but I do. I, I, I mind doing this. I want to be what the Lord have chose me to be. I want to be able to call upon the true and living God. I don't want to have to call upon a God that somebody done put in my life. No, ma'am. No, sir. I want to be able to call upon and see that. I'm, I'm coming back to Aaron, but that was the children of Israel. Here they done seen the sign. They done saw Pharaoh. They might have not known all the signs like Aaron did. And that's what hurts when you done seen these things, folks. When you done seen, uh, some of you done lived long enough to see how God have blessed you and how God have raised you up and how God have uh, uh, guided you in, in the direction that you are in today. Listen to me. Listen to me, believers. It is high time that you have an about face. You have an about face and begin to seek God's face. Quit dealing with trying to prove to somebody that this person is right, that person is right, this person is doing that. No, ma'am. No, sir. It ain't about that. It's about God being in control. You see, it doesn't matter who may uh, win, who may lose. I know whoever God, the Bible says God raises up the king and he put down. It ain't about people's doing this. We got to do this. We got to really begin to pray in these last days. Come away from the 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 the, the concept of these people. But in Jeremiah it says, I said, said what and say, and if he sees the sword coming upon the land and blows not the trumpet and warn the peoples, then whosoever hears the sound of the trumpet and take not warning if of his sword come upon his own head. Otherwise, God blowing, saying, look, the preacher's supposed to be telling you not. They're supposed to be blowing the trumpet. They're supposed to be letting you know. They're supposed to be saying, oh, nice the time, nice the time. I tell you what, I'm going to go on break, and I'll be back in a moment, and you will see what the Word of God is saying. Not Brother Webb, but what the Word of God is saying. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. Well, God bless you. We are back. We are back. This has happened to be a pre-recorded program today, but we would love to hear from some of you. Amen. As I said, that uh, we thank God for another year that God has blessed us, and we thank God for what he's doing and why he's keeping me around. I got to cry out until people's about their sin. But you can reach me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. If you would, write it down at the end of the broadcast, then we can communicate. Anything you have question about, I'll be more than happy to answer your question. But hear the conclusion of the matter before you do that, okay? 
Amen. Now we left off in uh, before the break. We was talking about how that God Himself uh, called, told the children of Israel, told the people, saying to them, "I'm bringing a sword upon the land, and you need to put up a preacher. You need to be see. A lot of times we want to set up and get preachers that we like, and you know that sound good and can entertain us. Believe it, it's time out for entertainment. I'm sorry." You've been entertained enough. You know, a lot of people are, are dealing with the entertainment. And, and I know that in the book of Ezekiel, it talks about the same thing, that the Lord will call the watchman. And in Ezekiel 33, when you get a chance, you can read that as well. Okay, but I'm saying uh, we got watchmen, and they are acting just like Aaron. Yes, they know that God have called them. They know that some of them, some of them, some of them just had an unction, and some people told them, man, you look like a pastor. You look like a preacher. And then some of them begin to look at, well, I can't do nothing else. I can go on and get, get some uh, people's, uh, and if I get me a few people that now I done heard this folk, every person you got, you can count. Uh, your your salary according to the people. What you mean? Uh, you count your salary. It's a thousand dollars that gonna come to you. So if you get ten people, you got ten thousand. Now you get fifty people, you got fifty thousand. You get a hundred people, you got a hundred thousand. And that's sad. That's sad the way that the people that the preachers are looking at our people. They are looking at them as merchandise. And that's the sad part. That's the sad part. And then some of you, God done open up your understanding, done showed you that this pastor is really not concerned about you. He's not concerned. He's just concerned about you coming in that building, and that's it, and giving your tithe. Uh, well, they call it paying tithe, but you can't pay God. You have to give to God because all that you got belongs to him. But it's the sad situation that the peoples are going through, the sad situation that they are going through, and, and, and it's so sad that the people themselves is seeing that, wait a minute, I, I can't call my pastor. So they'll call a church, a small church, because they're in a big church, and they say, I can't dare tell my pastor I'm going through it. I need some rent money, or I need some light money, light bill money, or I need some money. Uh, to, to help me to get some grocery or whatever. You know, and, and that's the sad part. He going there, and God done set him up, supposed to be your watchman. And and watchman is in all areas, folks, not just in going and hearing a sermon. No, ma'am, no, sir. You need a shepherd of your heart. You see, and the Scripture teaches us that in the book of uh, uh um, Ephesians, yeah. In the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter and uh, around the 11th verse, it says, So I gave, I give unto, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Why did he do it? For the perfecting of the saints. For the working of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That's why he gave it to you, that the body of Christ be edified, that we can move forward. But a lot of people are steadfasted, feeling like I'm fine as long as I'm going and doing just what I'm doing. And and listen, and he just didn't stop there, believers. He went further. He went further. If we turn over to First uh, Timothy, First uh, Timothy the third chapter, and around uh, the first and second verse, he gave you the qualification. The qualification, folks. Let me tell you something. That's the problem. We are not getting people qualified. And said, listen, if you got a person that's calling himself a bishop. Oh, I know, I know, I'm finna hit hit hard now. But those of you that's calling yourself a bishop, do you line up with the Word of God? 
Why don't you just be a brother? Why don't you just be a pastor? Why, uh, I mean, a, a minister of the gospel. Why are you worrying about a title? Because you're not living up to it according to the scripture. See, if you was living up to it, then you will see the edification. You will see people's being edified, people's being delivered. But people's can't be delivered and set free because you are in bondage. You are in bondage to your own self. That's all I'm saying, believers. If you got a pastor that's greedy and, and, and begging and, and, and got you putting you in bondage for money, there's no way you can say that this man is a man of God. No way. Because the Bible gave you qualifications, see, because a bishop is well as a pastor, and a pastor and a deacon falls up under the same qualification. I don't care how you look at it, that's what it is. The Bible said, um, this is a true saying. If, I'm sorry, I'm reading from Timothy, uh, the second uh, chapter, uh, third chapter, I'm sorry, and beginning at the first verse. Say, this is a true saying. If any man desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop must be blameless. A husband of one wife, vigil, sober, uh, good behavior, giving hospitality, after tea. Now, wait a minute. What are these bishops at today? That's quali- that, just that qualification. You mean to tell me you got the bishop, but he ain't doing these things, folks. That ought to be a sign right there. Now, you, we say we in this for the Lord. Listen to me now. Listen. You're saying you're doing this for the Lord, that God be edifying, that God be glorified through this in these last and evil days. And then we see what the Scripture said. And after we see what the Scripture said, then we in turn goes just the opposite. We do it and say, well, at the hour, I don't know nobody that's blameless. Have you prayed? Have you talked to the Lord? Because God would not give the qualification, folks, if you're not able to do it. See, if you wasn't able to be blameless, if you wasn't able to be in that position, why would he give the qualification? And he gave this qualification because, and that don't mean because these hypocritical preachers are cutting down somebody else. That doesn't make you qualify. That doesn't make you qualify. That's no way because I, I I get on the air and say all them Baptists, all them this and all that. That that don't do nothing, folks. That ain't doing nothing but being a critic. And the Bible lets you know that that's one of the six things. Uh, and the seven is an abomination to God. As I told you a few weeks ago, I said that that the uh. uh uh, devices, people that divide the brethren. That's listen to me. That's wrong. They need to be praying and teaching people the gospel of Christ. Let people know that you can be converted. That through the power and the anointing of God, that they can be saved. They can be delivered. They can be set free. They can walk in the newness of life. And and they they he's a healer. He's a healer of the family. He's a healer of themselves. Amen. Some folks are so messed up, they are need a healing in themselves. They are so divided, they need a healing in themselves. I'm telling you, believers, that's the problem that the peoples are going through in this day and time. We're not talking about tomorrow. We're not talking about yesterday. We're talking about today. Right now, you got so many peoples in the church are miserable. They are miserable. That I, Listen to me. I done heard so many people, so many people uh, talk to me and say, Brother, where well, I'm telling you, this is going on at my church. That's going on at my church. And, and I just don't know what to do, but I need to go somewhere. I need to. Let me tell you something. That's what the devil wants you to do. The devil wants you to compromise. Listen, if you are not, if this person is not coming up to the word of God and not walking in truth according to the word of God and don't have love and compassion for one another, I'm telling you, walk away from it. Amen. Because that, that devil is getting your spirit. It's kind of like uh, 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 they didn't have this when I was uh, trying to be delivered from smoking. 
they had they 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 tell people that trying to quit smoking you get them uh devices uh it's like a cigarette but it ain't a cigarette it ain't no tobacco but it's got uh some kind of stuff in it like the and, and you uh, you smoke on that, and that's supposed to be your deliver. Well, guess what? What they done found out that they getting off the cigarettes, and they getting on them. So they need them devices thing, the electronic whatever they call them. I don't know. They uh 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 they getting hooked on them. I I saw a commercial that the lawyers were suing the people because they done cause just as much harm as the cigarette. And that's what the devil doing. He's pulling you out of the world, folk. He, yes, you might be halfway out and halfway in. What you mean halfway out, halfway in? You are not studying the word of God. You are not seeking God's face. You are not doing the thing. You don't have love and compassion one for another. We try to carry ourselves in a religious manner, but you know within your heart, your heart is not right. And because of the fact that you are doing these things, that you are going in that form, in that fashion, the devil is having a heyday in your life. And you know you're having a heyday because you're not even able to read the Bible every day in the week. You don't want to study every day in the week. You don't even want to talk to God. You, you, Oh, you might go and say your little prayers when you go into bed and say your little prayers when you wake up. God, thank you for a good night's sleep, huh? When you get ready to go to bed, lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord, my soul, you're keeping. And that, that, but that's not a relationship, folks. A relationship is you're walking and you're having compassion one for another. You're not condemning one another. You are praying for and trying to help one another. When you're not doing that, now I, I try to go be patient with a person, but when a person don't want to get with me in the Word of God, I'm sorry. I just back away. You know why? Because that's what it's going to take, believer. It's the word of God. It ain't about brother where. It ain't about brother where understanding. I had folk talking about, well, that's, that's your understanding of the Sabbath. That's your Sabbath. No, 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 no. That's God's Sabbath. I will not allow you to put that on. God have told you in the book of Revelation that say, he that keep the commandments of God and have the faith of Jesus Christ. Now, you can go on and do it your way and take a chance. That's between you and God. But I, how you know that God ain't allowed me to come up for such a time as this and cause you to be convicted to learn? No, 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 no. Brother Ware ain't telling you you got to go to a building. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm not saying you got to go to a building on a Sabbath. But I'm still saying the commandments of God is right. I'm still saying that you got to obey, observe them according to the scriptures. Amen. Not according to, but but you don't understand, brother. Well, I I I have to work on the Sabbath. Okay, well, give that day to the Lord that you got to work. Take that money and be a blessing to somebody. Give it unto the and watch what that devil do. He'll hurry up and take you off of that Sabbath. Then you know why? Because of the fact. That he, but see, some of you is so tied in to the to the job that you love the job more than you love being a man of God, a woman of God, and submitting yourself to the will of God. I'm only saying this because I done lived it, and I'm doing it today. I would not tell you to do something that I hadn't did. I would not tell you to, and I grow just like everybody else. I used to thought that it was all about just going to the building on the Sabbath. Yes, and that's all I wanted to do. Get up, go to Sabbath school, leave Sabbath school, go to church, leave church, and then go out to eat and all this. And it didn't dawn on me that I was still going against the Sabbath. I had manservant, maidservants, because they, they was waiting on your table. Those are manservant and maidservant. So what I had to do, I had to change, believers. As I matured in the Lord, I changed. Did that make me not saved? Do it make me more saved? No, ma'am. No, sir. It made me be obedient. And this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. You walk in obedience to where you are at today. You start walking in that obedience and watch what God will begin to do. All right, let, let, me, let me go and read this, and then I'm going back to Aaron before my time 
run out. Uh, well, was I said I was in Timothy, I, I think. Oh, yeah, uh, the, the qualification. That's what I was talking about. You, you, you know, go, go according to the qualification. A bishop must be blameless, husband of one wife. You can't divorce a woman bishop in the church. And while you in the church and marry another woman, it's not right. Now, if you did something before you got in the church, I ain't got nothing to do with that. But you can't tell nobody else about walking in righteousness when you are not walking in righteousness, when you are not doing that which God would have you to do. So you can't just switch wise. No, ma'am. No, sir. Uh, you can't do that. You got to be willing to pray and be willing to endure and be willing to tell somebody that, yes, you can go through this. You can stand. You can go forth and God can work on your behalf. How do you know that God might be putting a spirit of rebelling on your wife because she ain't submitting to the will of God and you ain't submitting to the will of God? And if you're not submitting to the will of God, then guess what? Now it's time for you to begin to pray. It's time for you to begin to seek God's face. It's time for you to cry out to God for your wife that she would get in line. It ain't time for you to get rid of her. And, and any of you that's going and going along with that, I'm sorry, you are not right. Now, God is the judge at the end. I know, I know, you preachers, you don't study the word and you don't pick Nick picked out what you like and you, well, yeah, no, brother, where other men of God got other wife and God blessed them. Well, we ain't talking about the other men of God. We talking about you. We talking about you. God have allowed you to go through something because of the fact that he wants you to be a light. Whatever you're going through with, with your wife, with your children, it's because God wants you to begin to cry out in order that they might be set free. I have a testimony. I have a testimony that I can tell people what went through and what I went through. But guess what? It ain't for me to tell it to everybody. So when I see this brother that's discouraged and going through, then I can talk to this brother and tell this brother that, brother, you can make it because I done made it. And I made it because Hosea made it. And Hosea made it because other uh, preachers made it before him. So ain't nothing new under the sun. It's just that you need to uh, not feel that, well, I'll just get rid of her and get me another. And everybody done divorced and remarried in the church most of the time anyway. So therefore, you are comfortable with that. So y'all ain't going to say nothing about it. You ain't going to say, well, wait a minute, uh, bro, Pastor. Uh, I don't think that, that you need to walk away from your wife and you need to get rid of her and get another sister because we don't want to go through something. That's why we have all the Rick and Monroe in, in, in politics because we're looking for an answer that is not an answer in man. Man don't have the answer, believer. We got to go to Christ for the answer. And then it says that not giving in, in, to wine, nor strikers, not greedy, or filthy lucas. Come on, when you see these preachers riding this and buying that, that's greediness. No, ma'am, no, sir. I don't want no more than what I was making on my natural job. I don't do it. No, ma'am, no, sir. Uh, because on my natural job, I made a certain salary. Why I want to get in the Lord? Now I want to manipulate the peoples. I want to cause them to be my caretakers. I want to cause them to make me uh, uh, live like I could never live before. No, ma'am, that's not right. I'm sorry. And, and those that are doing it and those that are following uh, 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 that, that spirit, you need to reexamine it. Yes, you do. You need to reexamine it. Peoples cannot do that which you think that they can do. They're not able to do it because of the fact that peoples in this day and time are falling away. They are falling away because they are looking for somebody else that's not walking in righteousness. And when they are not walking in righteousness and you're not walking in righteousness, then you feel good about yourself. 
It doesn't work, believers. It doesn't work in the eyes of God. You got to begin to come to the grips of that which God would have you to do in order for you to be blessed, in order you to be set free, in order you to be delivered. And that's why peoples are not being delivered. That's why peoples are not being set free. That's why peoples are not getting uh, those things that God would have them to have. It's because of the fact that they are looking at everybody else instead of putting your eyes on Christ. What Christ has for me to do, he may not have for you to do. And if you put your eyes on James Ware, what you're going to do is begin to follow me and thank you following Christ. You are not following Christ because the Bible teaches, Paul even said, follow me as I follow Christ. Now, if Paul could say that, then how is it that we want to follow these hypocritical preachers while they're doing this, while they're manipulating you, while they're telling you lies and saying that you got to pay this, you got to pay your tithes to this, and if you don't pay your tithes, you're robbing from God. You homo peoples, you can't go for that. You got to go with what the Word says. Everything I have belongs to God. Yes, I should be willing to give to God. But I give to God not for flesh to glorify, not for people to say, oh, brother, well, he did this, he did that, he did, oh, he paid his 10%. No, ma'am, no, sir. I believe that uh, I should be giving him as I give him my time as well. And when you are not doing that, those things, believers, you are falling in self-condemnation. You are judging yourself only. Let's go back. Let me go back. I, but you can read the rest of it uh, in, in, in Timothy, how it said that not giving much wine, not greeting or filthy lucas and, and uh, knowing how to rule their own household. They got folks so out of order in their household. The wife is out of order. The children is out of order. And you say, well, that's here. Well, he need to step down. He don't need to be a pastor. He don't need to be the bishop. All right, let, let me go back for a couple of time right now. I got to close out. Let me go back to Aaron. Now, hold up. When we go back to Aaron, uh, we know that he uh, what did what? He was in charge because Moses, Joshua, and Caleb had left. So since they had left, Joshua and Caleb was at the first part of the mountain. Moses went on up into Mount Sinai and to get the writing of the tablets of stone. And as Moses was up there for 40 days and 40 nights, then the peoples around, it had to be in the 30s uh, time, uh, about 38, I would say, 38, 37, somewhere in there. We don't know exactly. But they went to Aaron and they said, look at him, bruh. Uh, we, need, we don't know about what not happened to Moses. And, and, and still we said, uh, and still they said, it's time for you to take us through. No, no, no. They say, give us a God. And Aaron was so weak-needed, so uh, uh, weak to say, well, bring me your earrings. Let me melt them down for you. And here's what the preachers are saying today. No different from Aaron. Bring me your money to the house of God. You pay your tithes, and God is going to bless you. That's exactly what they're doing. They don't have a standard anymore. And still of them, the preacher's telling you, you got to cry holiness. You can't be sitting up here and running down your leaders. You can't be running down the same folks that are running down the president. You are same folks are running down their own pastor or running, around, running down their own mama and daddy, and they say it's a generation of curse. Well, guess what? You're in Christ. You break the generation of curse. Whatever the other people did, yes, my dad might have did something, uh, Mom might have did it, but I it's it's hey, I have a true knowledge of Christ. So since I have a true knowledge, it's for me to break the curse. I refuse to submit to the same thing that they submitted to. I refuse to go down the same road. Aaron said, Bring me all your earrings, your gold, and, and let mold us a God. Wait a minute, Aaron. Weren't you there when Moses met you? Come on, Aaron. Wasn't you there when he said that God going to use you as a spokesman? Come on, Aaron. Wasn't you there, Aaron, 
when God, I was telling you to do certain miracles, Moses wasn't doing the miracles. He was telling Aaron to do whatever God told him. So Aaron was doing the miracle, and you got the audacity to listen to the people. Do you know, brother pastor, that say you was called by God, say God called you, God separated you, God spoke to you, and you want to tell the people's give to God, pay your tithes, and you're all right. And they don't have no relationship. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Listen, when they built this calf, then they had the audacity to pull off the clothes and start dancing, start rejoicing about a false god. Come down half of naked. Guess what? Look at the church today. Half of them is naked. They're doing the same thing, and they're rejoicing about they got a God. What God is they got? They don't have the God of the Bible because they don't read the Bible. Most pastors, if I tell them to quote the books of the Bible, they're not able to do so. And so if they're not able to quote the books of the Bible, you know they ain't reading the Bible. They go and buy them sermons. So guess what, brethren? Uh, you following these brothers that's not doing that, you're making a mockery of Christ. I say this in closing. I'm telling you it's time to tell these babysitters that they are not good babysitters and you need to leave there. Yes, you might be a babe in Christ, but you need to ask God where would he have you to go because you need to follow the word of God. No, 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 not brother where. Not what I'm telling you. You need to follow the word of God, and that's what the peoples are not doing. They're teaching against the very word. I'm not telling you to follow the Jews. I'm not telling you to follow this. I'm saying following the word of God, how God have lead, led you. I want to thank God for this word. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak in your name, to be able to just say a word to encourage those, God, that's confused. I ask you to move in a special way. Father, as I begin to close this message, God, that you shine upon those, Lord, that believing and striving to obey you. And we thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, listen, believers. What we are saying, we thank God for you. We want to hear from you. It will be a blessing. Since uh, uh, Sunday will be another year completed for me, I don't telling you to give me no birthday present, nothing, but it sure would be nice to hear from some of the people that I hadn't heard from. To be a blessing, to drop me a line, and you can copy it, or you can call me or visit the website. Our website is Brother James Ware. Dot org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Our telephone number is 404-293-7557. We uh, believe in God to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. 
Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 